Welcome to the City Current Radio Show, focused on sharing and powering the good in our community. The show takes an in-depth look at the heartbeat of the Mid-South, the organizations and individuals leading by example to fuel change and how we can make a difference. Now, here's your host, City Current CEO, Jeremy Park. Welcome to the City Current Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Park. We're always honored to bring you inspiring stories of individuals and organizations making a difference and powering the good in our community. We definitely have a lot of good news to share and talk about with the Community Foundation of Greater Memphis. We have our own City Current Community Fund, and so we're honored to have with us the president of the Community Foundation of Greater Memphis, Bob Fockler. Bob, how are you doing, buddy? Fine, Jeremy. Good to see you again, even if it's only virtually. Hey, that's the uh, the way of the world right now, for sure, but it's still absolutely to connect and collaborate, which is good. Let's start because, as I mentioned, you do a lot of good. But, um, you know, when you talk about philanthropy, you are a huge piece of the philanthropic foundation, the fabric for our community. So give us some background when you talk about what you do with the Community Foundation of Greater Memphis. How do you describe your efforts? Well, we were created in 1969 to help individuals, families and organizations plan and, and execute their charitable giving. So we were in the business of helping individuals and families be more effective in, in that work. We managed about 1,200 charitable funds. That's like 1,200 private foundations under one roof. So that, that's what we do. And it's, it, it's, it's very satisfying work because it's helping individuals and families do what they want to do to make Memphis and the Mid-South a better place. Absolutely. Dive into the science of it because there is a benefit of contributing and having your community fund or having a fund at the Community Foundation of Greater Memphis um, in terms of the tax benefits and things like that. But then there's the ability to compound and grow that over time, create endowments. So when you talk about the perpetuation of giving, that's a big piece of this too. It's one thing to make a gift. It's another to create a fund that you can uh, really use for a long period of time that will grow and allow you to give even more. And so talk about some of those nuances for what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, a, what, a lot of what we offer is just convenience. We, we handle all the back office work for, uh, for folks that are, that are terribly inclined. So they put funds with us. We invest it for them. Um, so we manage all those things. And then when it comes time to make grants, uh, they basically send us an email or go online on our website and say what they want to do. And we do all that, the, the dirty work of cutting checks and making sure that checks get to where they're supposed to be. But from a tax perspective, for one thing, we are a 501c3 public charity ourselves. So when you put money into your fund with us, you get the maximum tax deduction any, to start with. But most importantly, as we invest funds and those funds grow, those funds grow tax exempt. So if, if you were just making grants out of your checking account or out of your own investment accounts, it's invested and it's growing, but you're paying taxes on, on whatever income you earn. So one of the key tax benefits that, that we offer is being able to grow, grow those funds tax-free. Most of the individuals and families that do have funds with us uh, do plan on having them around for the long haul. And one of the unique things that, that, that we can do is offer multi-generational giving. So we may have an individual or a couple that, that creates a charitable fund. Uh, they may use it for 20 or 30 years uh, and then maybe turn it over to their children and their children uh, can use it for their charitable giving. Um, since we've been around since 1969, we have some families that are in the third generation of, of giving. So it's, it's that same notion of perpetual giving the way as if you had a private foundation, um, but it's a lot easier. You don't have to mess with anything other than deciding where to make grants. 
you definitely make it easy because as I mentioned, we have our own city current community fund and it really is basically point click and send the money and, and you yep. manage the rest. So you make it very, very turnkey. Give me one more thing that you wish everyone knew when you talk about kind of the, the, the magic of what you do. Give me one more thing that uh, you want everybody to know. Well, it's just convenient. It's, and it's, it's, it's what's incredible. What people don't realize is when you're more intentional about your giving by setting up a charitable fund, uh, you're actually going to end up being more, more charitable, more giving. Uh, my wife and I, when we set it up a fund 25 years ago, you know, we did it for a very specific reason, but we learned over time, for one thing, it was growing tax-free, so we had more dollars to spend, but we had money permanently set aside for charitable giving, and that, that allowed us to, to do a lot more for our favorite charities than we would have if we'd just been making uh, grant payments out of, our, out of our checking account. When you talk about setting up an account, give us some of the basics. I know that you do have a minimum threshold, so what are some of those basics? It, it's real simple. There's a very simple uh, fund agreement. It's really just a fill in the blank. It's just really just name the fund and tell you tell us who's going to be managing the fund. The minimum to open a fund is ten thousand um, dollars, but we we we've been somewhat flexible on that when we have to be. Um, so it, it's it's pretty it's pretty accessible. Go ahead and talk to you because you've received some great recognitions, national recognitions. You've been named as one of the top foundations in the nation. So. What do those distinctions mean to you? I've got to believe credibility is a big piece of that, but what does it mean to you? Well, I, what it really means to me is, is it reflects the impact that we have on the community. Um, and, and that's what we're, we're here for. We're, we, uh, we're here to serve the community and, and, and the donors who are trying to make Memphis and Mid-South a better place. So we've got total assets of $1.1 billion, which uh, is, makes us one of the largest community foundations in the country. Pretty much every community now has a community foundation but we're one of the 20 or 30 largest community foundations in the country. And we're certainly not one of the 20 or 30 largest, uh, richest communities in, in the country. So it just reflects, um, you know, kind, kind of what, what Memphis, what the heart of Memphis. And I, and I think that's the important thing there. Yeah, that's a great point in terms of when you look at where we stack up being one of the most generous cities, it's not that we have all the money necessarily that like a New York or a Los Angeles would have, but the fact that we're up there just shows the level of generosity that we have as a community, which is powerful. You've played a vital role in the COVID relief efforts, especially with the city of Memphis. Talk about the COVID relief and how you've been able to play a vital role in that. Yeah, thanks. It's that was a real challenge because, you know, for the first 50 years of our existence, um, our job was really to manage charitable funds for individuals and families in March of 2020. I, I got a call from city and county government. Uh, this is just before the, the city shut down, but city and county government had been talking together and they realized that they could see what was coming and they knew that government funds alone were not going to get us to where we needed to be. So they really wanted a, a way to raise private capital to help with you know, fighting the pandemic. The community foundation had never before been involved in a community-wide uh, appeal of any sort and that we didn't really think that was our role. Um, but I think we were, we thought we were uniquely positioned to be able to do that. So we threw the doors open and uh, invited the community. Uh, we had some very important early uh, corporate gifts, notably from Nike and some other folks that, that came in very, very early uh, to sort of seed the fund. But we, we asked the, com the broader community to say, hey, um, we, we need to support our own community in fighting the pandemic. So, um, 
now almost two years later, we've raised $14.5 million uh, and invested all $14.5 million back into the community in, in a fairly complicated series of, of grant programs. Not complicated, but a lot of different places where, where the, that funding has gone and it, it, to do important work uh, in the, the relief effort, the recovery effort, and then the resilience effort that followed. Has there been anything that you've learned? Because as you mentioned, you didn't necessarily think you were equipped, but then you realize, wait, we can play an important role in this, set it in action, and you realize, okay, it's a little more complicated, but are there things that you learned during that process that you think coming out are going to be, hey, this is going to make us stronger, and these are things that we're going to use moving forward? Yes, absolutely. We have been uh, in the grant-making business ourselves with our own dollars for 25 or 30 years. Uh, and as with most foundations, foundations can be very slow moving in, in, in figuring out where to invest their, their charitable dollars. Uh, they have you know, grant applications and grant processes, and, and sometimes that can be just very sluggish uh, and, and slow. Um, you know, when we started with the COVID relief effort, we needed to get money on the street immediately. So, and we started with zero dollars. So when we, when we threw the doors open, Contributions, contributions started coming in, um, but we put together a committee that included representatives from the community foundation, city government, county government, United Way of the Mid-South, um, and Momentum Nonprofit Partners. We created this committee to decide where the money was going to go. And that committee met every Friday and put money out on the streets every Friday. Uh, so one of the key lessons that we learned was you can be quick and nimble and responsive and get money out quickly without having to, to, to go through these just ponderous pr- procedures. In, our, in the Community Foundation's own grant making, um, which, which is only about a million dollars a year, we, we, we have committees and we have processes, but I'll tell you what, we're gonna, we're gonna be changing those processes and it's gonna be, create a lot more money hitting the streets quicker than we would have otherwise. It, COVID definitely taught us that lesson. And yeah, I, I, I think I, the- I, threw, I threw out a couple of numbers, let me jump in just, I, I threw it, we have about a million dollars of our own money, but the bulk of the giving through the community foundation is what our donors do. So in the year just ended, 2021, we spent about $151 million, but $150 million of that was what our, what our donors wanted to do. And about a million dollars was our own money. Yeah, I'm glad you kind of added that element to it because it shows you have your own powerful giving, but really when you look at the magnitude of everyone's giving, and that just shows the power yeah. and synergy of all these different entities coming together, families, individuals, groups like us that have these funds being able to really step in in a large way, everyone playing their part. So it uh, creates a huge number of, of philanthropic dollars. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that is what a community foundation is all about. This is a little bit off the COVID subject, but you know, we think of philanthropy as being either the, the, the purview of a wealthy family or a wealthy corporation. And it, it is, but it has to be so much more than that. A community foundation uh, democratizes charitable giving, democratizes philanthropy, and makes it very easy and accessible for individuals. So we have, I said, about 1,200 funds, about 1,000 families that work with us. The collective giving of those 1,000 families is so much larger than any one wealthy family or any one corporation. And, and that's the, the kind of place that Memphis is anyway. So $151 million is a huge impact. The, the, uh, the largest private foundation uh, gives a small fraction of that in, around here. 
Yeah. And when you talk about democratizing philanthropy too, you've done some very creative things like launch Give 365, which is an opportunity for um, all ages basically to step in and basically a dollar a day, but coming in as a group and putting those dollars to use and letting everybody have a voice on where those dollars get spent with different themes each year. So you've been very creative to get more individuals involved in philanthropy and also teach them what community engagement is and looks like and, and how they can make a difference themselves. Yeah. And that, that was a very important part of it because our mission is in part uh, to just promote philanthropy in all its forms and a $10,000 minimum just to open a fund is not a huge number, but it is out out of the reach of, of an awful lot of families. So we wanted a way and we were hearing that individuals and families wanted ways to participate and get engaged in the community, as you said, um, in an easier way. So we did create about uh, about 11 years ago, Give 365. And as you said, it's a dollar day, $365 a, a year. And that group comes together. It's about 250 households come together and they get to decide where the grants go. Since you brought it up, we just uh, the, they just picked their, uh, their, their grant um, theme for the coming year, which is going to be the grants are going to be made in, in uh, May. But um, the, the theme is very timely for, for what's going on in, in the world today. But the theme for Give365 this coming year is protecting communities, programs or projects that address exposure to the trauma of violence or engage the community in violence reduction. And that's one of the cool things about Give365. They get to be also very nimble in their own way. Every year they, they pick a new theme based on you know kind of what's going on in the world. One more thing that I wanted to uh, have you talk about was the relief efforts for the Collierville victims. I know that's a, another very important piece of this. And so when you talk about the immediacy, like the COVID relief efforts, stepping in and really helping those who are impacted in Collierville, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And, and that is something that's very typical of a community foundation that community foundations tend to be sort of the go-to um, source of, of support um, for community needs. So the, the community foundation in Middle Tennessee has been very active when there have been the tornadoes and floods and other, other horrible things that have, that have hit Nashville and, and Middle Tennessee. So when the shooting happened at the Kroger in, in Kyerville, um, we stepped up and created a, a community-based fund to raise funds for the survivors. And um, we had two key partners in that. The biggest partner was Kroger, and Kroger themselves stepped up and put in a million dollars to start. And we were also supported by a, a national organization called the National Compassion Fund, which sets up funds like this around the country. Unfortunately, it happens all the time. So they, they unfortunately, they have an awful lot of experience in setting up funds like this and, and managing those funds. So the fund uh, is, uh, is got something over a million dollars in it, and, and it will go entirely to the individuals and families uh, that were affected directly by the shooting. Wrap up on your end with website, social media for those who say, hey, I want to start a fund. I want to get involved. I want to learn more. Give 365 too for everything. Where do we go to learn more and get involved with the Community Foundation of Greater Memphis? The easiest way is just on our website, cfgm.org. And there's, there's you can click away. You can see all the details of the $14.5 million in the COVID fund. Uh, you can click on to Give 365 from there. So pretty much everything can goes goes from cfgm.org. Well, Bob, greatly appreciate all you and your amazing team do. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks. Really appreciate what you guys do.
This is Jeremy Park, host of the City Current Radio Show and CEO of City Current. I'd like to invite you to join Growth Current. Growth Current is our e-learning and online personal and professional development platform, giving you access to virtual events with thought leaders, national guest speakers, and experts who are sharing success secrets, learning modules, and so much more. Subscriptions are only $8 a month, and you can do bulk subscriptions for your team. Check out growthcurrent.com to learn more.